Hello and welcome to the third and penultimate episode of the Famousish podcast. We'll look at the ways in which social media has changed the way we view and achieve social status and how this has resulted in the rise of the influencer culture. Join us as we talk about the effects of this digital phenomenon on our society and how personal branding is the key to fame in the digital age. The rise of social media sites such as Instagram, TikTok and YouTube have allowed the possibility for virtually anyone to become famous or internet famous with just a few clicks of a button as it allows users to build their own personal brands and fan bases like never before. The accessibility of these social platforms have sequentially given rise to a new breed of celebrity, social media influencers. The term, as understood in popular discourse, probably originated around 2015 to 2016 as illustrated in an article called Meet the Influencers on the British Independent News website. The individuals discussed in this article are explicitly referred to as a new genre of celebrity that appeals to generations Y and Z and compromises such subcategories as models, bloggers and trainers, the last being a further subcategory of lifestyle bloggers. These individuals have substantial social media followings and are often regarded as authorities in their respective fields, frequently using their social media platforms to promote businesses and services whilst also monetizing their fame. Social media influencers are considered a modern-day alternative to traditional celebrities. To some extent, the micro-celebrity concept is dated because it ultimately derives from Henry Jenkins' work from 1992 and 2006 in fan studies and convergence culture. However, he argues that the micro-celebrity in this tradition is one who occupies a liminal position between fan and celebrity, one who is in continuous communication with their audience and who is simultaneously producer and consumer of media. To my knowledge and personal research, micro-influencers have a greater impact on their followers than regular celebrities because of their small yet loyal followings. Micro-influencers are typically perceived as more relatable and authentic than larger influencers or superstars, which can help them foster a sense of trust and loyalty among their followers, as well as building up their following and emerging them into the influencer realm over time. Micro-influencers are also generally more cost-effective for marketers to collaborate with than larger influencers or celebrities due to their lower followings. Micro-influencers can assist brands in reaching a highly engaged specialised audience without suffering the significant costs associated with dealing with larger influencers or celebrities. Being a micro-celebrity isn't just a walk in the park though, as one of the most challenging tasks for them is retaining their credibility as their following grows. As micro-influencers gain popularity, they may face pressures to push products or content that do not reflect their principles or interests, which to retain their loyal and trusting fan base that they have amassed over time, they must remain authentic and true to their brand and self-morals. Traditional media has been impacted by social media in many ways. Celebrities can now market their ideas directly to their fans via social media, bypassing established media channels. The power balance between celebrities and traditional media outlets has shifted as celebrities can now influence the narrative surrounding their careers. This also leads to the popular celebrities having more control over their personal brand thanks to social media, as they can create their own image, communicate their message and connect with their audience, establishing a loyal following through social media sites. This has given some celebrities the opportunity to reinvent themselves and break free from typical celebrity cliches. 
Dr. David Giles, a media psychologist, stated in his book Being a Celebrity that the traditional celebrity is holding on to its allure, partly through the strategic use of new media in keeping established audiences engaged in the day-to-day activities of film stars, pop stars and sports performers. In the same book, Giles went on to interview an Instagram fashion influencer where he asked her, would you consider yourself as a micro-celebrity or something else for that matter? She replied, definitely not a micro-celebrity, but I would say influencer. I think this job or hobby is about showcasing your own style in such a way that people are interested enough to stay and see your journey, giving inspiration and inspiring people. I wouldn't class myself as insta-famous or anything along those lines at all, not until I hit maybe 100k, if that ever happens. Fame can be temporary in the age of social media. Social media platforms are continuously evolving and maintaining a huge following over time can be very tough. As a result, people who become famous through social media should be aware that their fame may not live forever and not to take any of their fame for granted. Relating back to the interview with the Instagram influencer, InstaFame has emerged as a property of the visual nature of Instagram, whereby individuals express themselves photographically, particularly by the means of the selfie. This means that certain types of individuals who are privileged, typically those who are conventionally good-looking, work in cool industries such as modelling and tattoo artistry, and emulate the symbols of traditional celebrity culture. YouTubers and Instagrammers can generate so much wealth through their sharing relative platforms' advertising revenue that they hardly need to expand their activities beyond those media. They frequently do generate this huge income through advertising, partly because celebrities have always used their capital to cross into other fields because contemporary fame seekers would be unwise to restrict all their online activity to a single medium. So YouTubers will typically have profiles on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram with additional followers on each to add to their core audience. In late 2015, before the term social media influencer was coined, an Australian teenager named Essena O'Neill made headlines across the mainstream media for abandoning her 600,000 plus Instagram followers, deleting many of her advertorial selfies in the process and declaring loudly that she was quitting all social media in order to focus on real-life projects. Aside from the obvious irony of making this statement on her YouTube vlog, her online disappearance appears to have been successful as no trace of her has been discovered since she closed down her personal website in late 2015. O'Neill's complaints about social media, particularly Instagram, was basically one of inauthenticity. The point that we're building up to regarding Instagram is how effective it is in the modern age to build your own personal brand, as it allows anyone to showcase their lives, interests and most importantly talents in an easily accessible and visually appealing way. Individuals can create a consistent image and message that corresponds with their personal brand by carefully selecting photos, videos and captions. This leads us on to our first case study of the episode, someone who has effectively used Instagram and YouTube to build his own personal brand and showcase his creative endeavours. This is none other than the young entrepreneur Cole Bennett. Age 26, Cole is the founder of the popular music and entertainment company Lyrical Lemonade, who began as a music video director, but his career took off when he began using social media to exhibit his work. Cole said in a needle-drop interview, 
that he took a multimedia class in high school and loved filming and camera work in general, along with his passion for music, so he wanted to combine the two, which led to him dropping out of school to follow his passion of videography and soon ended up working with the likes of rappers such as Wiz Khalifa, Gucci Mane and even held a show for Lil Uzi Vert in Chicago. He began by uploading his music videos to YouTube, swiftly gaining a fan base at just 20 years old, with fans who admired his distinct aesthetic and creative vision, in which he then used Instagram to establish his personal brand over time, which initially focused on his job as a music video director and later branching out into other sectors of the entertainment and hip-hop industry. He used the platform to promote his work, engage with fans and establish himself as a creative force in the music industry. Cole Bennett's constant and interesting material has been important in helping him grow his personal brand on Instagram, as he shares behind-the-scenes insight of his work, demonstrates his creative process, and connects with his audience in a personal and real way. Cole Bennett utilises Instagram to collaborate with other artists and influencers, broadening his reach and interacting with new audiences in addition to his own material, as well as routinely reposting content from other users, which contributes to the development of a sense of community around his brand. Cole Bennett's visual style is another essential component of his brand, where he has developed a distinct aesthetic that is distinguished by bright colours, dynamic camera motions and inventive editing techniques. This aesthetic has been a trademark of his work, helping to set him apart from the other music video filmmakers. Lyrical Lemonade gained further attention in relation with the trap music genre, and soon the brand became just as respected and established as some of the biggest production studios, with the channel now boasting over 20 million subscribers on YouTube. In a 2020 Thread article, Charlie Coombs states that Cole's success is a testament to hard work, optimistic thinking and entrepreneurial spirit. He has truly made a name for himself in a notoriously tough industry by being persistent, dedicated and passionate about his craft. Cole didn't completely realise he was driving a fanbase with him until it was really happening, as he was just having fun in the process. His videos are consistently stellar and to bring a unique, independent perspective to the music video world is fantastic. Cole puts many Vivo productions to shame and he's a beacon of inspiration for other Gen Z musicians and directors who are looking to make their way in the creative industries. I am personally a massive fan of Cole Bennett and have been for years as I discovered him through the music video Juice World Lucid Dreams so quite a few years ago. This music video just blew my mind as it was so different to any other music video I've seen, especially in the rap industry. There's a lot of stereotypes about music videos within the rap industry as they often show like fast cars, you know, the rappers flexing for the camera with their jewellery on. Obviously, these are all stereotypes, but this music video particularly changed the narrative of the rap music video scene, and it featured a lot of interesting shots that really blew my mind and made me look into the Lyrical Lemonade channel even more to see his other videos. Cole has been able to operate the company in a fun and enjoyable way, because Lyrical Lemonade has remained independent despite tempting offers. Cole actually mentioned in an interview that he was offered $30 million for Lyrical Lemonade a few years back, which he goes on to say how refreshing the feeling was to decline that offer and stay true to himself. We never got funding from any big company and we never sold out, Bennett said, 
There have been some crazy offers there for a long time and I just said no, no, no because I wanted to do it how I wanted to do it. I wanted to be happy. I didn't want to be controlled by anyone else. When I got to a point where I was making money off it and I was able to make a living off it, I made a promise to myself that I'd always keep the passion first and I'd never prioritise the money aspect over the passion behind it. Obviously, this response in an interview he did shows a lot about his character and a lot about his mindset, making anyone who doesn't know much about him instantly respect him for putting his passion of video making ahead of money or anything else in that matter. Bennett admits he's still learning how to run a business, but he continues trying new things. One of his greatest ambitions is to create cartoons, but he also wants to make feature films, TV programs and books. I want to make it all, he says. I genuinely want to do everything, and I'm already working on many of those tasks right now. This year, Lyrical Lemonade will relocate to a bigger office space, which will expand its video production capabilities, but perhaps more importantly, will provide additional space for any other ideas Cole might have. His most recent project is a lemonade company, which is closely related to his brand Lyrical Lemonade. This seems like a no-brainer with his company name, as since he first put the idea out there to the world during an interview, he immediately began getting calls from people in the beverage industry who wanted to help him make it happen. Following years of research and development, cans of his own lemonade will be available for the first time to the public at events such as Complex Con Chicago. He hopes to have them in stores across America by next year. Lyrical Lemonade's branding through social media is exceptional in my opinion, and arguably one of the best. In an interview Cole did with the Mum's Basement podcast, he mentions that he's all about the natural relationship when collaborating with brands and artists. This shows how authentic and real Cole and the Lyrical Lemonade brand is, as he prides himself on making these connections within the industry. Cole is the type of person to turn down an offer from the biggest artist in the world, knowing it would make him lots of views. Cole's first thought when collaborating with artists is how similar they are to him and how well they would get on in the studio and outside of it. Every new and upcoming artist, as well as already established artists, have a video with Lyrical Lemonade these days. These artists share video snippets on their social media profiles, as well as details on who shot and directed the video. This is clearly a fantastic method to attract new fans and consumers through their favourite artists. It's clear from the creative ideas that Cole Bennett's having now how successful he is in his dream field of videography, as well as the huge names that he's made friends with from working with in the rap industry. It's clear just how big of a name Cole Bennett has deservedly made for himself. As this episode is all about social status, this navigates us swiftly onto our next case study, another young entrepreneur who has also made a huge name for herself through the use of social media and branding. Bad Baby Bad Baby, whose real name is Daniel Brigoli, is an internet personality turned rapper and influencer. With a net worth of $20 million at the age of only 19, Bad Baby's fortune and fame was no accident, despite the views of many claiming that she doesn't deserve her success due to her immature, naive and petty behaviour, which in turn contributed to her gaining the world's attention. She essentially started off as a meme, gaining fame from the Dr Phil show in 2016 with her catchphrase, Catch me outside, how about that, when she was just 13 years of age. She then repeated this famous phrase to Dr Phil and the whole audience was shocked by the audacity and rudeness of this girl. 
With the power of social media traction and people sharing this with friends and family, the video became viral and everyone started saying this catchphrase out loud to their friends. However, due to her entrepreneurial mindset, she made a rap career for herself out of this with some big hits and just continued to grow as an influencer that girls started looking up to and idolising. Now, there was a lot of controversy surrounding her making a rap career for herself from this gaining fame, as a lot of people were saying that she was profiting from her bad behaviour. Whereas, personally, I think this is a very smart move for her, as she could have just accepted that she was the butt of the joke, but instead she completely flipped this and became more successful and more popular than everyone that was laughing at her. So I can only respect her for this. As unlikable as you might think she is, do you have to respect how well she's used social media and the power of the internet to drive her fame in a positive way at such a young age? Her surge to stardom just exemplifies how the internet and social media can propel regular people to reach celebrity status. Bad Baby leveraged her social media following to create a successful music career. In 2017, she launched her debut track, These Hoes, which became a viral success and even charted on the Billboard Hot 100. Her music career progressed with other songs and collaborations with big rappers in the industry, and she has since put out a full-length studio album. It's clear just from this how dedicated Bad Baby was to making a big career for herself, as she got a glimpse of fame and completely capitalised off it. Bad Baby said in an interview by Mark Benjamin, I didn't want my meme or catchphrase to define me. It didn't represent me or who I am as a complete person, even at the time. I want people to know I took that moment and capitalised on it. I'm way more than a little girl that said a phrase on a talk show. I built something off of that experience and I was moving on from that whole thing. Everyone said I only had 15 minutes of fame, but I took what I said and built myself a life and career. I made millions and have platinum plaques hanging up in my hallway. From this, you just get the sense that she was misunderstood and had high ambitions of making it with an entrepreneurial mindset from an early age. She's even looking to get started with investing into startups and apps. She goes on to say in the same interview, I have a good team around me and I just go with what feels like is going to blow up. I've always known which rappers were going to blow up, so now I'm taking that same feeling and doing it with companies. I'm really into nails and beauty, so I want to invest into that next too. I've been working on my own products that you'll be able to see one day soon. However, Bad Baby's success has come with a fair amount of controversy on top of the existing masses of controversy that we've already mentioned. She has previously been condemned for appropriating black culture and using racist terminology in the past, which she has since apologised and taken accountability for. She has also experienced serious legal problems, including charges of theft and possession of drugs. These are all very extreme cases that many people can't look at her the same for. However, this was far into her past and looking at how well she's doing now, she's clearly turned her life around for the better. On a less serious note, but also one of the most contentious things she has done was creating an OnlyFans account only six days after her 18th birthday, earning her over $1 million in the first six hours. Now, for those who aren't aware, OnlyFans is a subscription-based platform where people post explicit content and pictures of themselves, which just goes to show the extent that sex appeal sells in the modern age, especially with the development of the internet. She obviously knew about the huge amount of money that she'd make from doing this, 
completely throwing any respect she had for herself out of the window. But this also led to her facing masses of criticism as people said she was too young and setting a terrible example for her younger fans. Bad Baby's narrative exemplifies 21st century fame, where anyone with internet access can become a celebrity with enough dedication. It also emphasises the difficulties of keeping authenticity while coping with the criticism that comes with being in the public eye. And that's all on today's episode about social status. We delved into the ways in which social media has changed the way we can gain and achieve status and how it has given rise to a new breed of celebrities. We sure hope that you found this episode informative, thought-provoking and fun to listen to. So as always, let us know what you thought in the YouTube comments or if you're listening on Spotify, feel free to tweet us with your feedback. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out our website where we'll be posting more thrilling episodes about the ever-evolving world of fame in the 21st century. And be sure to tune into the next and final episode of the series where you'll find out all about the psychological impacts of modern fame on those in the public eye. Until next time.